You are witnesses of these things. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Peace to all as we journey and celebrate through the great season of Easter and ask the Lord God to plant that spirit into our hearts for which we prayed at the opening, that we would always have the renewed vigor of youthfulness as we proclaim the Holy Gospel. On that note, I do wish to make a little reminder. All those who were here last Sunday might have gotten a copy of this happy booklet called the Go Make Disciples Common Vision for Evangelization. If you are a Flock Note subscriber, you received it digitally via email. If you go to our parish website, it's right on the front page and downloadable. And I'm sure no one has forgotten the happy joy we have to every single person, at least every single person over the age of 18. How about that? We'll memorize this document by the first Sunday of Advent, which is November the 28th. Why? Why do this? Because we are witnesses of these things. The author of life you put to death, but God raised him from the dead. As we put it in our liturgical life, dying, he destroyed our death. Rising, he restored our life. As the Apostle St. John says, I tell you these things that you will not sin. But if you sin, you have an advocate in Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ who says, here's my hands and feet. The marks of suffering I keep that you know that the debt of your sin is paid for. But yet here I am alive, not a ghost. That you know that life eternal is ever and for real. And so now we must be converted. We must turn towards the Lord. But of course we must do that again. Like Jesus says, do you have anything here to eat? I'm going to show you. I'm not a ghost. I'm real. True. I'm risen from the dead. And that's what the point of this... This is not a magic booklet. But I give you... This might be a silly analogy. I don't know how many of you have seen... National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. There are lots of hilarious scenes. If you remember the scene when Clark Griswold has everyone, his beautiful dining room and the table is all gorgeously set and after enduring much trial, they're going to have the Christmas turkey. And there it is and it's all decorated. It's golden brown and beautiful and they bring it out and everyone compliments how wonderful it is. And then when Clark goes and puts the knife in the turkey, It's completely empty. A big puff of air comes out and the turkey completely deflates. Now, why do I bring that up? I bring it up because I have a suspicion. This has happened in my own life. That what we can sometimes do is put a good face on preaching the gospel and then when it comes down to the meat of the issue, we just don't know what to say. Right? Clark wanted it to be the most beautiful Christmas. He just cooked the turkey too long, and it was full of air. I don't say that as a condemnation of anyone in particular. I'm just saying maybe you have had a similar experience where you really wanted to share the gospel of Jesus, and you got it all prepped up and nice to go, and then it just fell flat (laughs) for whatever reason. Yes, there are social-political issues we must confront, 
but sometimes it gets reduced to a culture war, and that's just it fizzles in anger, right? Sometimes we want to be very respectful of the person's individual situation, and we just don't know how to say it quite right. That is the point. Now I'm going to read to you the first sentence and the last sentence of this document to try to give some evidence of that what it's trying to do is righteous, okay? The first sentence reads, The goal of this document is to offer a common vision for evangelization. And the last part of the last sentence says that is able to reach people where they are. Right? That's the beginning and the end. And it should be fair that the goal is to give a common vision of evangelization to reach people where they are. Or hear this. Repentance for the forgiveness of sins will be preached in His name, the name of Jesus the Christ, to all nations beginning from Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. So when it comes to understanding that in an integral way, having minds open to the scriptures, one of the beautiful things about this particular document is it has the scriptures and the catechism right, written right through it. Let me give you an example. This is in the section titled, Why Should We Evangelize? And it takes this quotation when it says, Everyone who acknowledges me before men, I will also acknowledge before my Father is in heaven. That's Matthew 10, 32, right? See? If I talk about Jesus before others, Jesus will talk about... That's what I want. I want to be talked about by Jesus. It's the joy of my soul. So I want to be able to do it well for other people because it's the joy of my soul when I will see Jesus face to face. And then all of a sudden... Not only have I learned something concrete about why I should preach the gospel, but I've got a scripture quote alive in myself, see? And that'll move me a little bit to talk about, I know the word memorization freaks people out, right? It makes you very nervous, say, memorize this, right? So now, when we hear the word memorization, we mean make it part of our memory, part of who we are. So uh, your wedding day is part of your memory. Do you remember every single thing that happened exactly so? All the guys do, I know for certain, right? But, right? So no, you might not. Hmm? Is it part of your memory? Yes. So very practically, this document is broken up into 10 sections. If it makes you feel any better, the first three sections are in two and a half pages, right? So it's not too daunting. You should read the document all the way through. And then after you've done that, go through and remember, memorize what each of the ten sections are. Once you've got the ten sections titles down, you can go to each section and you'll find there are good cues in there. It's very helpful. They've bolded and italicized the things that they would like you to remember, right? So it's easy. Mm -hmm. So don't be intimidated. Remember the old maxim, repetition is the mother of learning. We want to learn something, we have to do it again and again and again, right? Spouses know this very well. The first time you met your spouse, just do the one thing and good to go. No, you have to do good things again and again and again and again. See, that's not drudgery, that's love. And again, it's a common vision. It's not a robotic manual. It's a way of seeing. 
A way of seeing what? A way of seeing, a way of preaching the gospel to reach people where they are. A way to preach repentance for the forgiveness of sins in the name of Jesus to all the nations with confidence and competence. And in all of this, Jesus shows his hands in his side and says, do you have anything to eat? So when we come and do our study, we do our best to preach the gospel, then again, come to Mass. And he says, I am something to eat. My hands and my feet, the marks of love, come, eat, commune, be renewed in youthfulness of spirit by a good Holy Communion. And then it is peace and joy to preach the Holy Gospel for the forgiveness of sins, life eternal to all the nations, beginning from Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.